All righty. Now, we can't have an X-Men show without talking about Wolverine. Now, Wolverine is a... You might have heard of this guy. He appears in a lot of books, especially around this time. Uh, it seemed like you couldn't uh, you couldn't flip through a previews magazine without seeing him on every single page. So uh, he is the star of his own book, in addition to uh, you know the X Men books and all of his guest appearances. But we're not going to do all the guest appearances here because uh, frankly, this show is uh, is long enough as it is. So, <laughs> We're going to uh, limit Wolverine's exploits to the X-Books, his own book, and the Marvel Comics Presents uh, uh, bi-weekly uh, series there. And uh, in order to talk about Wolverine, I am joined by my good pal, Joe Crawford. How you doing today, Joe? Good, Chris. Thank you for uh, inviting me in for this exciting adventure we're about to get started on. Oh, I, I, I thank you so much for joining me. It's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun here. Now, before we get into the reason we're here, I, I do have a few questions that I'm asking of all the hosts here, for, especially for this very important first episode. All righty. Uh, taking yourself back to 1991, what cover X-Men number one did you get? I have the Magneto one because that was the one that came in the uh, grab bag from Kmart. Okay. Uh, it was. I, I'm assuming probably the one they printed the most of. It's so funny because I, whenever I think of the uh, the wraparound cover for X Men number one, the Magneto one is the one I never think about, and I think nearly everybody I've asked has said that's been their 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 copy. It's so weird because like when I think about it, I always picture the Cyclops Wolverine one. Right. I, I, that's the one. That's the one that stands out to me. It's the one that's like the front of the wraparound itself. That's the I one never, I got the T-shirt of. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And and I never, ever think about the Magneto one. But I'm learning here that so many people, that is their definitive X-Men number one. It's so interesting that uh, that it's just so different because <laughs> it's the last one I consider out of all of them. Um, now, on that same train of thought, assuming okay. you bought X-Force number one, what card did you get? Okay, this is where uh, I'm the bad X fan. I didn't get X-Force number one until about two years ago at mm-hmm. a used store, and I don't think the card was still in there. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you're honest, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a question that I've been posing to everybody, and it's uh, certainly a question I want to pose to anybody listening. Uh, you, by now, you've heard it several times, so <laughs> definitely let us know uh, what cover and what card you got, why you picked it, why you didn't pick the ones you didn't pick. If you got all of them, let us know. All that good stuff. Uh, we definitely want to know because it's a, it's one of those weird, you know, just comics cultural things that I think a lot of us can reflect on and uh, remember that, you know, this is before a time where. <laughs> Every single comic had multiple covers, and uh, this was a special thing, and uh, and it's one of those things that stands out, and it's still iconic, despite the fact that it's been done to death at this point. So that's uh, that's always very interesting information to me. Um, and uh, let's learn a little bit about your history with uh, the X Men and uh, and our man Wolverine here. Well, the earliest X-Men I remember, I want to say it was X-Men 169. It was uh, the cover where angels been pinned up uh and it's the morlocks the yep yep that was that was the first one and i don't remember at this point how i got it i think it was uh maybe a friend lent it to me or i traded for it but i got hooked on it uh through that and the issues that i really read on a regular basis were probably the classic x-men reprints um, okay 
I, I was in a small town. So basically the comics that I got to read were what were at the singing gas station. Uh, it tended to be very DC heavy. Mm-hmm. So the Marvel books were really hit and miss, but classic X-Men was one that was almost always there. And uh, right. that was where I read a lot of those original X-Men stories. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, it's funny how I, it's one of those books that I never really uh, wandered by, you know, it was always there uh, growing up, uh, you know, when we did and uh, coming into the X-Men when I did I, classic X-Men was always there. And, but I never really, I never really went to it. I never really tried it out it. And I didn't get to experience a lot of the older stuff until the uh, the essentials started hitting uh, in the sure. late 90s. So I, I feel like I missed out on a lot by kind of ignoring classic X-Men. Even to this day, when I find them in a quarter bin, I'll usually not pick them up for some silly reason. I oh, my gosh. Why. Pick them up and ship them to me. I'll pay you back. <laughs> you I, I don't know why. It's like, it's like well, I already read that. I don't need it. Right. And, and Which, coming from a completionist lunatic like me, is very, very strange. I don't know why my blind spot is there. But uh, no, well, It was one of those I was able to get on at the ground floor because sure. I, I purchased issue number one uh, from okay. the newsstand. And, it, you know, with the uh, Art Adams cover, Art Adams classic cover. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's wonderful stuff here. Um, now, Wolverine, this is issue number 47. It comes out the same month as all the books we're discussing today. And uh, the interesting thing about this is, I mean, uh, we, we also talk about Alpha Flight during this episode, which is kind of like a tangential X title. Wolverine is very firmly an X title. In my opinion, at this point, uh, where, you know, you kind of expect with the big wave that's coming over the X-Men books at this month and at this time that this Wolverine issue would be something special, something to maybe draw some eyes, maybe to get someone who was there to buy X-Men number one or or uh, the new X-Factor. Maybe they maybe they'd look at Wolverine and be like, oh, let me grab this, too. We're about to learn that that's not exactly the case here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's 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 a special issue, but more in the in the way that like that's a special episode of different strokes. You know, it's very true. <laughs> it's very true. But uh, first, we have to we have to get here. So you want to you want to catch us up on what brings us to Wolverine number 47, even though it's really not going to have anything to do with the, the contents of this book. Um, just getting getting a, a foundational understanding of where this character was put us into the gestalt of what Wolverine was doing leading up to this adventure. Right, because uh, you know this background I'm about to give you uh, is going to be very important for the story that Larry Hama is going to tell us today. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they're just coming off a huge adventure in the previous Wolverine, um, and it was called Home is the Hunter, and it featured Jubilee. The famous Elsie and Albert, Lady Deathstrike, and Sabretooth. So the Hunter in Darkness is this giant wolf-like creature, and uh, Logan had run across him in the past, and he freed him. Well, the creature was on display at a casino, and there's this huge fight between Deathstrike, Wolverine, and Sabretooth. And during that, the Hunter is freed um, and then slinks off into the sewer, fade to black, and then open up on the story that we're about to do. Which, as you said, there are pretty much no consequences from the previous story into this one. No, sir. But now we do we do see that because, I mean, Lady Deathstrike, Sabretooth, they're going to come back and they're going to play a pretty big role as we continue here. So they are, you know, on the uh, on the game board. That's right. <laughs> at this point. But uh, unfortunately, they're not in this issue. No. And uh, it would have been quite interesting if they had been. I'd <laughs> yes, like to see. Would. 
I'd like to see how Lady Deathstrike would have interacted with all the the female police officers that we have running around in this book. <laughs> but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. No, um, let's not. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's do the credits first. This uh, issue number forty-seven is called Dog Day. As previously mentioned, this is Larry Hama, uh, art by, and this is one I I was looking through the names ahead of time. It's like I should ask my Alexa how to pronounce these, but um I didn't. So I'm going to say John, Gerald DeCare. Uh, and Dodd Hudson did the art. Uh, this is lettered by Pat Brosso. Brusso? Brusso. Brusso, that sounds right. And uh, edited by Bob Harris. And uh, if you're reading this book, it's a good chance that it was colored by Glennis Oliver, not me, because I read from The Essentials. Uh, <laughs> and that was, if you want to read it in The Essential, that's going to be in volume two. Mm-hmm. So before we get going too much, I just want to take a, a little sidestep. There was this kid, Mitch, and uh, Chris, I think you remember Mitch. He, you know, oh, he, he, he had an attitude. He wore a baseball cap and he said Superman is lame and he thinks everything uh, in his uh, his life is wrong because of his uh, sister and his mother. You remember oh, that kid? Yeah. Oh, Mitch. I, I loved Mitch. No, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like Mitch much, but I do remember him. And uh, he <laughs> he is. It's so weird when you think about a story as like epic and grandiose as the death of Superman. Somehow Mitch is like the third thing I think of in it, which yeah. is so silly because he really shouldn't be <laughs> anywhere near the top. But Mitch is one of those things that sticks with you. Oh, he's the kid screaming into the darkness in the night. And uh, <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> I think we have just uh, found his Marvel uh, equivalent and uh, he's got the name uh, Tracy. So Mitch, Mitch has got a, a mirror universe Marvel counterpart, apparently. Cause, so let's get rolling. <laughs> So we uh, open the story. Wolverine, he's uh, at the World Trade Center, and apparently he's left his bike there for two weeks. And a police officer, she's writing him a ticket for his bike, and he gets some really weird, awkward flirtation with the police officer. And uh, basically, he gets off scot-free. She gives him this weird look and rips up his ticket. Yeah, I don't even know why this like, – was this in – does this pay anything off? Is this is this just showing us that Wolverine is like Fonzie? Is it? I don't know. Like, are we just filling pages because because of the very special? Like, maybe this very special issue that we're about to get into was supposed to be like in one of those like sixteen page giveaways, and right. it's like, oh no, we're actually gonna sell this one, so we need more pages. Right. Well, let's have Wolverine flirt with a cop and uh, and have her tear up his ticket. I, I, right. It was it was really bizarre and served no purpose whatsoever, other than God. he seems to have a good rapport uh, with female police officers, maybe. Perhaps. Well, at least with that one. I don't know. We'll see if he, he he's like if that, that with the other one. Yes. Yeah. Now, on, on this track here, have you ever been able to talk yourself out of a ticket? Uh, kind of. There was one time I was speeding, uh, maybe 70 and a 55. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think the police officer did feel sorry for me because I, you know, I did the, oh, I thought it was 65 and, uh, I had it, I was on a date and I think he, I think he might've felt sorry for me, but I don't remember flirting with him. Maybe I did accidentally. <laughs> you never know what could be taken as flirting. I, yeah. I, I've, I've only sort of gotten out of one once myself. I was late for school. This is like back in probably like 1999 or something. I was driving to school. I was running late. I'd been sick, so I'd missed a few days. So I was trying to get there on time. And uh, the officer pulled me over because I was going very, very fast. And right. instead of giving me an actual ticket that would go on my license and all that stuff, he gave me a uh, like a wasting of fuel <laughs> ticket. 
interesting as like a as like a slap on the wrist it was like a 30 dollar ticket instead of like a 200 dollar ticket and that would raise my rates so he really helped me out there so i i definitely appreciated that uh not having to deal with my insurance and all that and go to drive you know go to what is it that that get out of ticket school or whatever right right hey <laughs> take take your victories where you get them right that's a fact you celebrate everything you can <laughs> <laughs> all right so then we leave that wonderful scene at the World Trade Center, and we're in Westchester County, and there's a woman trying to open her door, and she's kind of fighting with her grocery bag. She has like an apple, goes bunk, 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 bunk down the stairs. She's obviously having a really hard time getting this door open. Certainly. So uh, she's not pre- uh, prepared mentally for who she's going to see in her house. Tracy, what are you doing here? We got a court order. Tracy. So- yeah, Tracy. Obviously, this is a this is maybe he's maybe the apple is foreshadowing that we're about to see a bad apple. I don't know. Ooh, that is possible. Yeah. So Tracy's going through a trunk that's in the living room, trying to find some things to seal. What do you mean, Mom? Dad's been pushing up daisies for six months. He was a chump and a sucker just like you, Mom. What a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're in the darkest timeline. Tracy is. <laughs> Tracy's got on his tank top and backwards cap. This is Marvel's version of Mitch. He hates mom and he hates superheroes and he hates everybody. (laughs) You got anything around here worth anything besides this cheap junk? Well, mom's had enough with this. You're not stealing anything else from me to buy drugs with. You know, I wish, you know, it'd been more specific. Like, I don't know what the drug. What was the drugs they always used in? Uh. Uh, the Teen Titans issue. It was always sniffing glue and huffing paint or something. It, it, when yeah. they go through the list, they always would start. Every single one of them started with like glue and paint. It seemed like. <laughs> and not- then they'd, they'd have they'd have like pot, weed, marijuana. <laughs> right. <laughs> like five different ways. Hashish. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna buy any more of that paint thinner, are you? No. Um. So. Uh, Mom's had enough about the drugs, and she's like, "You're not even my dar- my darling Tracykins anymore." Do you imagine? <laughs> right. <laughs> so she goes to this drawer, and you're about to see the biggest revolver <laughs> a human being has ever seen. It's this pistol. It's it's a pistol, a one-handed pistol. It's got a two-foot barrel on it. Yeah, yeah. It's and it, and it must be like that, like a an unstable molecule sort of thing, because it is going to grow and shrink throughout the rest of this issue. But this is huge. Uh, hey, where'd you get that? I could get three or four yards for that one on the street. And uh, you know, I'm not cool uh, apparently because I don't know what a yard is other than it's three feet. So. Well, well, lucky for you, I am cool enough to check out <laughs> onlineslangdictionary.com. And uh, I, there I learned that a yard is equivalent to $100, which, you know, if you think about it, it makes total sense, right? Well, yeah, because yeah. you break 100 into 33, 30, oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Give it over to Tracy Kins, Momsy. So then there's a brief struggle and Tracy Kins gets the gun and this starts getting really dark. Big time. Yeah, because he starts to beat her you see him stomping on her as you see him with a chunk of blonde hair in his fist yes it's rough and i got myself a job now mom it's called getting stupid that's a great job yeah stupid Uh, imagine that on a resume Uh, getting stupid (laughs) but you know i think we get the like the impression here that like he's like a complete burnout waste case sort of a sort of fella here he's just like a total you know drug addict whatever he is in phenomenal shape here. 
Yeah, you know, he, he is. Whatever he's taking, it, it's working. Yeah, he's hitting the GNC between, uh, <laughs> you know, puffs of his hashish, you know. Yes. <laughs> so Wolverine's on the road, and apparently he's got super hearing now, as well as all his other things, because he hears a gunshot, like, miles away. And uh, he sees that the police are about to shoot a, a rabid dog. So he gets over there, and this this police officer, she shoots the dog, like, four times. <laughs> You know, Atticus Finch did one shot from like seven blocks away. This lady does it four times up close. And of course, <laughs> you know, Logan's like, that's a little bit excessive. He's not wrong, right? I mean, <laughs> this, do they get paid by the bullet? I don't know. Apparently. Yeah. And, you know, spoiler, later on, this lady's going to complain about her paperwork. Quit shooting <laughs> the freaking gun so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, Wolverine mentions that, you know, he had a dog, too, once a long, long time ago. But, uh, you know, they are not going to deal with that yet. Let's get back to old Tracy Kins. Mm -hmm. So we see Tracy Kins. He's driving around. Mom's, he won't be doing any driving till she gets out of intensive care. So I guess I got me some wheels for a while. Did he drop her off at the hospital first? I saw I thought the same thing. It's like, how does he know she's in ICU? He, like, he, he pulls one of those where, like, the mob does. He, like, rolls them out the door and, like, keeps driving, you know? Jeez. Poor Tracy Kins. Oh, poor Mrs. Tracy Kins. Mrs. Kins, yeah. yeah. So Tracy goes into his old workplace. He, he worked at, like, a curb store or, uh, uh, you know, like a gas station kind of thing. Circle K, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he confronts the proprietor, uh, Mr. Singh. And um, Mr. Singh is kind of a just a generic kind of fella in a little old fashioned apron, you know, mm-hmm. and he tells Tracy, you know, get out of here. Don't come back. And uh, there's a lady working there, Tiffany, that was one of the former co-workers. And she gives him uh, she gives us really the lowdown. She's yeah. kind of like the character, like, you know, they say, doctor, why did you just do that? And then doctor explains, you know, to all of us schmoes out there why the doctor was doing it. Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> Mrs. Singh gave you a job even though he knew you were fresh out of out of drug rehab and you still went and robbed him. <laughs> and um, Tracy, you know, then proceeds to be just a racist piece of trash and says yeah. like horrible things that I'm not going to uh, repeat about Mr. Singh. And then he says some really kind of ugly misogynistic things about Tiffany and then he starts to rob the register. That's what we in the biz call doubling down. But uh as he he robs the register here and he he's you could tell he's very skilled at this because he he uses this really really weird method to do it he uh reaches his hand into the till yeah <laughs> that's it he he's he's actually just taking money out of the register while he's talking to this girl and he like he hasn't even drawn his comically oversized pistol yet so like she's just letting it's like okay okay do you do do you do she's tiffany our girl here she's just standing there making like like that kid from Home Alone when he slapped his face with the aftershave. She's like, just just has her hands over her face. It's very, very weird. Well, you know, and he must have, when he did the robbery last time, maybe he did something to her then. You That's know, maybe she, she's, we don't know. Maybe she's apprehensive because, you know, this this guy is uh, off the rails. Mm-hmm. And as soon as, uh, you know, Mr. Singh confronts him, Tracy shoots him. Uh, yeah. No more Mr. Singh. He's gone. Uh, then he turns around. Tiffany begs. He shoots her down as well. Jeez, man. Yeah, he's on a rampage. Mm-hmm. And uh, for I I don't know if that's Red Bull or, or beer or Coke, you know, that he grabs with the dough. But uh, mm-hmm. he, he's he hits the highway. So Wolverine uh, 
we're back to him. And so, you know, he used to have a dog. Okay. And now we're going to remember about that dog uh, that he and Silver Fox had. And uh, he goes, uh, where's old Blue? And well, Blue shows up. Blue's foaming at the mouth. Mm. And he goes, old Blue's got the hydrophobia. And uh, Logan believes that a raccoon did it, even though as far as I can tell, you know, he just goes, uh, there's a raccoon. There's no proof of a raccoon. He just blames a raccoon. This is raccoon profiling. Yeah, no raccoons could just never get a break here. Uh, they, they always get the blame. Uh, garbage cans tipped over raccoon. Ra- rabies raccoon. Everything's a raccoon. You, speaking, it could have been, yeah. been a possum. It could have been a possum. It could have been. It could have been a mutant for all we know. <laughs> right. It's <was> wild child. <laughs> it was wild child. Now, do you guys have any raccoon problems in your neck of the woods? Uh, you know, I I hear about the a neighbor saying there's raccoon scat, but I haven't seen one. Um, mm-hmm. Now, at the museum I work at, there are a couple I have been told that live in the dumpster. And okay. I don't purpose. I, I purposely don't go out there when they've been sighted because I don't want to deal with them. No, I, I don't think I've ever actually seen a raccoon in real life. Uh, there's a I zoo have. in Illinois that I saw one in, but uh, that's probably the closest I've ever been was through uh, like uh, one of those string cages. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, Old Blue with the hydrophobia had to be put down. And obviously this had a very stirring effect to this date on Logan. But anyway, let's get back to Tracy Kins. And mm-hmm. he's like the worst driver I have seen in my life. He's yeah. like driving hard. And all of a sudden he just like, bam, drives straight into a parked car. And, and we're not talking like a glancing, you know, whoops, got to sl- got to swerve. He T-bones it full on. Yeah, it's like 40 year old virgin. You ever see that where uh, the uh, the one lady he's trying to take home is the drunk and uh, he he breathes into the uh, alcoholizer for her. Have you ever seen this movie? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> oh, it, they're just it's like pinball down the street. That's what this is kind of like. He's just she's just hitting every car on the way. And this is kind of what old Tracy Kins is doing. But uh, so the car is loaded up with cash and what we're just going to assume is beer because I don't think they had Red Bull back then. Probably. And uh, but Tracy strikes me as the kind of kid who'd be doing Red Bull. I think he would pound a sixer of Red Bull on the way to meet up with his dealer. I think Jolt, Jolt Cola is all he would be able to do back then. Oh, that's uh, maybe it was Surge. Might so, have been Surge. <laughs> so Tracy's, Tracy's pounding his Surge and, you know, getting ready to get extremely stupid and find his connection. Uh, I'm finally getting over. I mean, what is he, the rock? He's getting over. What is that? I'm not Maya Via anymore. I don't get what's going on here. Uh, these chumps better stay out of my way. So these chumps, oh my gosh. Let's talk about dark. I don't know why I'm laughing. These chumps are two kids just trying <laughs> just trying to cross the street with their bike and their dog. Two young children. Yeah. And I mean, I've got a bad feeling here that, you know, these chumps are these talking about are these poor kids. I, I sure hope their dog's not rabid, too. Right. Oh, yeah. Maybe Tracy's <laughs> doing a service. He's, he, he hits and runs <laughs> rabid dogs. That's it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so back to Tracy. He's, he's screaming wildly and drinking and driving. Woo! I am so lit already. Woohoo! Beat me up, Scotty. So <laughs> halfway across the street, these children look up and they see Tracy like barreling towards them. I can't. I I need to stop laughing, but I can't. So they drop their bikes. But one of these kids looks up and Tracy is smiling out at it. <laughs> and he goes, "Think fast, kid." Oh God. So and then we kind of go back. We go back to Logan, and Logan's on his bike, and Tracy's pulling up next to uh, Logan at the spot. Uh, stoplight. <laughs> You're right. And 
and there's handle bike handlebars from the bicycle stuck to the grill of the car. <laughs> so Tracy Kins is looking over at Wolverine, and he's looking like Whitney Houston that one time at the MTV Video Awards, where she's sweating like crazy, and he's just like a rivulets of water are coming out of this kid and he's like is that guy checking me out does he know so logan is just ignoring him like he hasn't even looked over light changes and in the panel it doesn't say it in the verbiage but in the panel it looks like tracy's about to ram into him so of course of course logan looks over and he sees like this kid's got bicycle handlebars stuck in his grill what's going on here so tracy's worried that logan's onto him totally runs him over i mean Full on bike and mutant go flying in the air. He hits Wolverine so hard, his jacket explodes. You're not just kidding, Chris. It's like (laughs) just little tears and strips (laughs) of cloth flying everywhere. Oh, it's insane. And, you know, Tracy is not one to not get the job done. He backs over and runs over him again. (laughs) So, snickety snick, you are not going to pull this on our favorite dog lover. (laughs) He trashes Tracy's car. Yep. So so Tracy jumps out. What are you, one of them Halloween slasher guys? I got something here to put you down for the count. <laughs> so Tracy shoots over and over at Logan. And, you know, it's the typical Superman scene. He's He empties a clip into him. He yeah. goes, one, one for my mom, two for Mr. Singh, three for Tiffany, four for them kids I ran over. <laughs> you know, but no effect. Logan continues, like, walking towards him. <laughs> As he's walking towards him, he's lecturing the kid on the benefits of A, having a mutant healing factor, and B, adamantium-laced bones. Something tells me that our man Tracykins here might be just a little too stupid to understand any of Logan's lecture here. Yeah, you know, they, instead of those panels about the uh, the lady at the World Trade Center, they had it should have had like, adamantium, what are you talking about? I'd have taken a page of that. Sure. So snicked. Did you run down that little kid, bub? Where'd all that cash come from, bub? You've been real busy today, bub. How many times <laughs> am I going to say bub? Give me one of them Red Bulls. I mean, it, he says bub like five times. A lot. I think, I think Larry's starting to, you know, get the feel for uh, uh, Wolverine uh, eventually, but I don't know if he has it quite yet. Yes. <laughs> so, so right when this is happening... Logan remembers the world, the words of Silver Fox about Old Blue. You know, this is the dog we talked about, uh, you know, not that long ago, but it feels like it at this point. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Old Blue, you have to put him down, Logan. You have to put him out of his pain. And obviously, Tracy Kins is, a, is the rabid dog here. Yes. Now, for some reason, this memory actually makes him retract his claws. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, you know, anyway... Five shots ring out like a bell, and no, it ain't Vanilla Ice. It's the same cop from earlier who shot our dog. Yes. <laughs> so Mirror Mitch is no more, because, you know, five <laughs> shots close up, that pretty much will do it. That'll do um, the job. Yeah. So uh, this officer is back. Yes, and it looks like Ms. Excessive Force 1991 will keep her title for another year. Yeah, and like I, 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 she's sitting there complaining about all the paperwork she's gonna do. She's the one who shot nine times. She, she, you killed a dog and a boy within an hour. Yeah, but here's <laughs> the best part: those two kids and the and the dog that were crossing the street, hers. They're her kids. <laughs> Talk about coincidence, right? Uh, so, 
So, uh, you know, she gives when Logan says, you know, oh, is that excessive, bub? She's like, you know, uh, this guy actually almost killed my kids two minutes ago. That's that's an amazingly convenient thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so she tells us those are two mad dogs I had to put down in one afternoon. Remember, I told you I had a dog once. He I, came I wonder home. if she does remember that. I, I doubt. I mean, she, <laughs> like, she's got more important things yeah. in her mind. Yeah. <laughs> You're that guy with the funny haircut from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> he came home foaming at the mouth. My girl told me to shoot him, but I couldn't do it. So she took the rifle and did it herself. The end. So I think the main thing I learned from this is if there's ever something, uh, you know, that there's a job that nobody wants to do, that it, uh, I always thought Logan was supposed to be the one that could do it. You just need a lady cop around and she'll take care of it for him. That's it. That's it. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Logan is the best he is at what he does, but I guess what he does isn't shooting dogs. No, not dogs. No. Even if they're rabid kids named Tracykins. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so this was an issue that uh, appeared on paper um, <laughs> and probably was shipped to stores and people paid money to uh, – exchanged money to, uh, to bring to their homes and uh, open and read. Uh, just like we did right now. Um, yeah, uh, this is just so like mind-boggling, especially. And this is a lot of like you know current year hindsight, where like when Marvel does like a revamp or like a relaunch of a of, a, of an imprint or a little you know fiefdom editorial fiefdom, it's usually like across the board. And, yeah, uh, top to bottom. Yeah, and. I mean, we've got we've got you know the the crazy changes of of X Men Volume Two. We have the new team in Uncanny. We have uh, X Force starting up. We have X Factor with the new team. And then we have Wolverine in a PSA. You know, I mean, it's it's I don't know if we can actually call it a PSA. He never says don't drink and drive, but I think that's no, the message. No. Yeah, but don't drink and drive and beat up your mom and shoot your uh, your Indian employer and right. Yeah, just a, <laughs> Tra- Tracy's a bad kid. Tracy, Tracy needed to be put down. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this was, uh, this was something else. This was so, when we, when we put together the idea for this and I'm, and, and we're looking at like what books, you know, came out with this October cover date, I, I really thought that the first Wolverine issue was going to be the first part of the Shiva scenario. Right. That's not until next time. Right. <laughs> Here we get. We get the the wacky mirror Mitch, uh, you know, adventure here, and it's a, uh, it's just so weird. Do you think it was a filler? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. it has to be right. I mean, you know, I, because who was Sylvestri still the art like the main artist on Wolverine? I believe Sylvestri was like like knee deep in all that Shiva scenario stuff. I wonder if maybe he was trying to get ahead. On getting that uh, that series done or that because I think that goes like 48, 49, 50. Right. So I wonder if he was trying to get ahead to get the Shiva scenario done for the you know for the big 50th issue. And uh, this just feels like it, like I said earlier, it feels like this was supposed to be like a 16 page giveaway that they threw some extra crap into so they could uh, so they could slap a price tag on a UPC on it. 
Yeah, maybe it was a filler in literally like, I mean, this is just, you know, me speculating, obviously, because I'm so knowledgeable about uh, Larry Hama and Wolverine in 1991. But maybe this was, you know, just something they had in the desk ready to roll. And maybe that's why they had those weird three pages in the front. They're like, oh, crap, we need a filler. Oh, crap. What are we going to do? Tie it in. Uh, Let's have him have left his bike at the World Trade Center after, you know, the whole casino thing yeah, i don't know it's gotta be it's gotta be something like this is this feels if it's not a if it's not like a just a psa giveaway it's definitely very stock yeah it's uh it's probably something that was just you know sitting in a desk and uh, waiting for the right time and i don't know that this was the right time but uh it is the time it came out <laughs> well you know chris i am really happy that this is the issue we got because i think <laughs> i i the first time I read this thing, I'm like, what the heck did I just read? Yeah. I was like, Chris wants me to do a show with him, and this is the book we read? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we – I think it's going to really not set the tone for the rest no. of the coverage we're going to be doing. Oh, absolutely. This is definitely uh, a way different than what we're going to get from Wolverine. I mean, this is going to – this is going to turn into like a very angsty book. And, yeah. uh this is just silly, and uh, and and you know we're we're making fun of it, but just like you, I am glad that <laughs> we're kicking it off with old Tracy Kins here. It, this is just such a weird thing, and it's it's something that uh, I tell you, I never would have read this again. Oh no! Yeah. And the and the funny thing is, now that I've read it a couple of times, I like I almost want to read it again and again and again because it's, <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's one thing that I think is also uh, interesting about it. I just wanted to double check real quick before I said this. Sure. In the essentials, it is literally the last issue before uh, the, before they switch to another volume. So okay. like volume two goes uh, 24 to 47. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think they were getting ready for that arc and they were not ready in time because even yeah. Marvel recognizes like yeah, this is not the way to kick off a new volume. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> this is you buy a book, you spend you know fifteen bucks on an essential, and this is what you open up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you'd 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 send it back. You'd, yeah. You'd, <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy, lordy. And, and how did you like the art in this? Uh, it was very inconsistent. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not a big person on uh, critiquing art just because I, I don't it's know a lot about other than I know aesthetically sure. it ap- appeals to me and what aesthetically doesn't but just like those first three pages he goes from the typical stock Wolverine where you know he's supposed to be shorter than the average human to mm. he's standing next to this lady cop and he's like half a foot taller all of a sudden yeah, and then no. like you said with this piece this kid's packing you know that mom pulls out of the drawer I don't know how she would have fit the thing in the freaking drawer as big as it was oh boy like I, at I, some points yeah, I mean, you have to turn this thing sideways to get it through a door. It, right. it is huge. It is ridiculous. And uh, <laughs> the art, the inconsistent is very good for it. Um, This, uh, in, it feels kind of like the art that would wind up like in an annual, in like the third story in an annual, where it's like, eh, <laughs> we need to kill pages, so here you go. Oh, right. Yeah, I, you know, and that's why I have a hard time with that era's annuals, because, yeah, so much of it does just feel inconsequential and doesn't oh, matter. 100%. Yeah. Big but time. what was the one panel I was looking at today? Uh, you've got this really weird, uh, you know, old blue story that's stuck in here, you know, just so that they could really hammer home this analogy about, yeah. you know, 
rabid dogs. And you've got this weird Logan floating head. And so it, it's got the bike running across the top of the page. And, it looks like, <laughs> and you've got like his head floating down into the panel underneath it. It's so weird looking. There's just some really weird choices that were made. Uh, and old blue, I mean, there, one panel, he looks like a dog. And the next thing he's like, Timberwolf. he's like Timberwolf from Snake Eyes. He's a wolf. Yeah, this is no dog. Oh, man, it's so weird. Oh, it is so weird. And like I'm right now, I'm looking at the him, him unchaining his bike and this bike look this chain. Like, I don't know how he can wrap his hand around the chain. It's so thick, but he he looks like such a pervert. Oh, yeah. This officer, he is so pervy. It's like. He he doesn't look anything like this guy that I'm about to mention, but I'm getting like weird like Richard Dawson vibes from Family Feud when I'm looking at him. It's just like you know what's on his mind. Yeah, the expression on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. I, I I yeah. There's just like I say, it's not only just like weird drawings, just some some weird choices. Like I I love the picture. <laughs> Hey, talk about beating something to death. I love the picture of Wolverine where it's got, you know, the, the picture of the rabid dog reflecting in his eye. And then you've got the picture of the rabid dog with Wolverine reflected in his eye. Yeah. And, and uh, the funny thing is this this dog is the most pitiful looking thing when it's been shot. Mm-hmm. And like just the page before, you know, once again, it's not a dog. It's a wolf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It is it is it's really really weird and I'm I'm looking at the cover right now which is a which is a nice looking cover. Um, it doesn't the, the the guy on the cover doesn't look anything like uh like Miramich here. Uh, no. He does have a backwards hat. Right. Uh, he does have a normal sized gun. Um, but that's about it. Uh, you could tell. I mean, it is evocative of the story and it looks a lot better than the story, but uh. Yes, it does. I like the the die young tattoo. That's not a foreshadowing at all. (laughs) Oh, boy. I mean, he looks like the guy who would be talking about Rob Leefield, man. For sure. (laughs) Insane. Oh, man. I I almost wish that Mitch would come back at some point. Or not Mitch. uh, Tracy Kins. Uh, Tracy Kins is a. Oh man, I just saw the picture of him sweating. Holy cow! You know, we're we're going to share some of these images uh, on on the site uh, 90sxmen.com. You'll you'll be able to take a look at uh, just how outlandish and insane this is here, and uh, just how I feel like now when we when we launch a Wolverine book, it's like an event, and it's like right. something that that people get excited about. This is not that book. <laughs> yeah, they they had to they had to kill him off for a while the last go round before the right. next big relaunch. You know, yeah. he he was like he was in like a, a case of adamantium or the whatever adamantium for like a cocoon. Yeah, yeah, for like a year. <laughs> but you know, I will say one thing. Probably the sweating picture, the one where it's the blue shading. Yep. that's probably one of the most effective pictures in the entire story. Absolutely, absolutely. Because that's a, that's a kid out of his head. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that that is that is definitely good uh, good aesthetic uh, <laughs> uh, use of the uh, of the of the tools of the comic book language for sure. But then you look one panel over and you got Mr. Pistol once again that looks like a, a pipe wrench. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> 
It is insane. But uh, we, we promise you that this is an outlier. This right. is a, an outlier. And, and probably after like the next several issues of angst, we're going to be wishing for something like this. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're about to get real deep in some like Logan 101 here. We're going all the way back to, you know, the Weapon X uh, program. We're going to dig into some secrets that I don't think ever pan out. Uh, because they changed it so damn many times in the interim, but uh, uh, we're gonna meet Shiva. Which, uh, growing up when when we did, I always assumed that Shiva was gonna be like this huge, huge villain. You know, like I thought like Shiva was gonna come back again and again and again. And uh, no, not really. Not no, really. didn't didn't really work out that way. But uh, yeah, that is uh, that is what we got here. Uh, just a, a quick recap here. Uh, we learned this issue that Wolverine parks his motorbike wherever he damn well pleases. Right. That's it. Uh, Westchester County police officers are given infinite amounts of ammunition. They have <laughs> no lack of bullets and uh, they use excessive force constantly. Uh, Mirror Mitch's job is getting stupid. And we figure we can assume that this position pays in yards. Um, <laughs> raccoons carry rabies. No questions asked. Uh, bicycle handbars make for handlebars make for poor hood ornaments. Yes. Uh, Logan's jacket is definitely not laced with adamantium. That's a shame. Yeah. And then on a serious note, Wolverine was unable to put down his sick dog and Silver Fox had to do it for him. Multiple times. Uh, uh, he has to have a, a, a strong female step in and shoot the dog. It's true. It's true. This is a, this is a, a it's almost Claremontian in a way where, uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe Larry Hama was uh was lamenting the fact that Chris Claremont was leaving and he needed to surround Wolverine with some strong female role models to uh to get the job done that he can't get done. So that is the thing that it is. Uh, next time we will be jumping into the Shiva scenario. But uh, before I let you go, uh, how about uh, you do some plugging? Oh, I, I, the main plugging I guess I could provide is. I do a little show with some friends of mine. It's called DC Everything Else. And basically that show is not Batman. You might find Batlash, but you're not going to find Batman. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, gothic horror romance, uh, Sergeant Rock comics, whatever. No soups allowed. So the B-sides. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm on Twitter at I was Joe. Cool. And uh, there'll be links to Everything that uh, that the, the fine fellows who've joined me do uh, on the show no- in the show notes, not on the show notes, and uh, on the blog and everything, and everything will be great, and everyone will know where everyone is. So nice. <laughs> everything that is plugged will be shared, and uh, hopefully, uh, if this thing doesn't go the full 47 hours, I think it will, you'll have time to listen to other shows. So uh, we do uh, recommend that you, you try some. <laughs> but uh, that will do it for wolverine 47 and uh, i will send it over to uh whatever segment comes next because i haven't figured it out yet thanks for joining me joe and i look forward to many many more thanks chris